Welcome to the second season, episode three of the Bible Table Chat. Yes, we're we're back again for the week, and we are so glad that you decided to join us today. And the topic today is going to be a little sensitive one, but I think is is best that if you take the sensitive ones to help make us all better people, then it's okay, right? I want you to grab that cup of coffee of yours. And lend us your ears. Today's episode topic is Breaking Bad and Generational Curses. And like I was just saying, I think a lot of people, um, some people have never heard of a generational curse. They're like, what's that? Elaine, what's that? And we know, (laughs) and I do get it. But hey, generational curses, I tell you, um, Um, They're very real Um, for generations and generations. People have and what has happened, I believe, over time is that you can get to the point where you never recognize that these general curses are existence are in existence because you never looked at it as a curse. I mean, it could be something bad and you will uh, because no one can recognize it or understood it. It's like, well, this happened to my great-great-grandmother back in 1864, and then it happened again on down the line. So we assumed that it was okay and acceptable. And now in the whole time, you've been wondering, I wish I didn't have to deal with this, and I don't understand it. Well, I tell you what, you can't, you don't really know about it until you recognize it. But there's a way we need to learn to catch these things in our life. And everybody, everybody uh, can fall into the category of having them. It's just recognizing them. So this is not, it's not about your, your culture, your race, your sex, your, um, um, wh- how much money you got, how much money you don't, you don't have. Generational curses are real. And this is going to be good. And we're going to talk a little bit more Um, I'm going to open up a little bit more and we're going to give it to you a little bit at a time. Um, Once again, this is good. So if you're if you're just tuning in, welcome, welcome to the Bible Table Chat. This is a good one. Breaking Bad and Generational Curses. And I'm going to explain and give you definitions in a little bit, bit more broader sense when we come back after these messages. The Bible Table Chat, full of intriguing, informational fun and laughter for all those who tune in around the world, where our main objective is to bring forms of unity and inspire all to be a better people. Tune in for a new episode every Friday morning at 7 a.m. unless releases are rescheduled or updated. It's always free to listen and you'll be glad you did. The Bible Table Chat, where we keep it live.
Well, yes, let's get back into it. Let's get back into the skinny of things. We Before we left the break, we were talking on the topic today of Breaking Bad and Generational Curses. And I'm telling you, as I said before the break, I am going to present the definition of a generational curse. Um, Now, before that, a generational curse, I mean, it could consist of a lot of things. Just to touch on the the basics before I actually get into um, a little bit more um, for those that probably... I know you've heard the word curse before. That's a common word, but to have a generational curse. Um, Believe it or not, some of us uh, may know, and then there's a percentage of us um, that is affected by it, like all of us are, but just never knew what it was. Um, Generational curses have a list of anything bad can be a generational curse within your particular family. And you know, with my understanding, if you got two parents, and most people do, It can be something different on each side of the family. So it is very important to actually recognize it. And I think the problem is some of us, small percentage of us, don't want to know. But yet to not know is not the answer. But to know it so that you can work with it to stop it within even your immediate family. You may not be able to save uh, the the grandmother um, or, or even your mother. Um, But when it comes to you and recognizing things, um, we always know by the end of the Bible table chat, we always involve the gospel of Christ because he is truly the answer to it all. And we will get into that portion of it. But to start off, we're going to start with just a list of things that um, just this is just a small list. Uh, A generational curse can be a, a wide range a thing it'd be it could be listed under severe attitudes but that's it has its own list as you know it can, it's a bad attitudes can have its own broad list so anything that's bad um in an in an attitude can be your generational curse so for example divorce abuse uh, mental illnesses um once again severe bad attitudes which has its own broad list uh incest neglect Believe it or not, this is a this is a, a interesting one, and this is for every human being in every part of the world. Having children out of wedlock. Now nobody likes to hear that, because everywhere we turn, there are definitely having children out of wedlock, adultery, and a lot of other um, not good things that have been passed down. And families and generations for generations, but no one has ever recognized it and recognize it as a, a curse because you know why? Because of the cultures and it's been passed down so much until it becomes you can accept something bad in your life or in your family as being common and is being taught to the next generation. That's how it got down to us to this particular point. Is that it's it's been passed down, it's been going on so long until we recognize some of these bad things as being even acceptable, which is scary. So today, I know especially the one um, having children out of wetlock, 
I'm just going to share this short story. I was going to jump right in. We're going to share a little thing because sometimes when we share things, it actually helps other people kind of understand it a little bit more. But I'm going to pick one of them. Having children out of wedlock. I remember talking to um, one of my best friends who is um, B. Ryan of the B. Ryan Show, the eclectic one. He is my fiance in case... Um, some of you did not know to all of the B Ryanites out there. Like I am, (laughs) he is my fiance. But anyway, in getting to the point of, of that, what I was talking to him about was a simple fact that one day we had a conversation. I'm going to make this very short about how, um, he was saying, you know, I, you know, I'm thankful to God that I don't have, you know, children out of wetlock. And I said, well, you know, me too. I didn't have any children out of wetlock and, you know, although I love children, we both do, we just are, we just are thankful. And he was talking to me about how he was being asked questions and I'm not going to say by who or where, but when you think about it, having children out of wetlock is very common to us, uh, but it's really not the order of, of the way it should be. Even in a biblical sense, children were born within a mother, within a family of a mother and a father. Um, and when we accept things as being normal, that's when the generational curse is unrecognized. Like, for example, uh, Young people these days are doing it. They're having babies out of wedlock. This is not, once again, this is not to criticize anyone because I actually believe that maybe out of oh, having a child out of wedlock could have been a plan to get a particular that child there, but that doesn't excuse the way that it was done. Um, some people have had generation after generation of poverty and generation of different things because they've had the neglect and the mental impact that it has had on some of the children who have been the children of out of having been had out of wetlock. Um, that is a generational curse. It's, it's just that, like I said, it's been so smoothed over, probably goes back to slavery days, but, um, Grandma, great-great-grandmother didn't have a husband and had kids by different fathers. Her daughters had kids by out of wedlock without a father raised them. And it goes down and down and you can actually follow the patterns of, of some family's life to the point till today. And the, the children of those particular uh, of that particular generational curse think that it is okay and acceptable to have a child out of wedlock and even if the father is not in the child's life. So it is not okay when it's truly not okay. <clears throat> but to those people, they see it as okay. And see, that's the sneaky thing and a deceptive thing about generational curses. As I said at the beginning, it is looked at as normal, even when it's hurting the child or hurting that single parent, rather it's the single mom or the single dad. Uh, most of the time it's the single mom with the child. It is very hurtful because you have children growing up feeling neglect or maybe a, a, um, 
a male child never had a male figure in their life ever. And it, it did something to their personality. It did something to the way that they behave. It did something to them. Um, nobody ever explained it. And so for that child to, to be raised under that, it can, it can, some people are affected differently than others, but it's still a generational curse that needs to be recognized and needs to be dealt with um, within that family, whatever that generational curse may be. Okay, now there you go. I cleared the air about that particular one. Now we're going to get right back into um, Breaking Bad and the generational curses. Um, what is literally the, what is the, the definition, the professional definition of a generational curse? Um, generational curses um, describe the cumulative effect on a person of things that they're ancestors did, believed, practiced in the past, and a consequence of an ex, ex, an ancestor's actions, beliefs, and sins being passed down. Our family's history and baggage impact who we are as people, whether we like it or not. You may consider your family a blessed Consider your family a blessing or consider them a burden because of the long history of negative traits they've passed down. And an example of a negative trait they've passed down could be a generational curse and one would be divorce. And I think I did mention that on the list. Your parents grew up in homes with divorced parents. They both lacked a clear picture of what a healthy relationship looks like. With this negative example, your parents developed unhealthy relationship habits and passed those on to you. You might be afraid of commitment because you are afraid of passing down the same trauma or pain that you experienced as a child to your own children. And this fear of commitment may prevent you from experiencing the gift of freedom found in authentic love. And, and I'm telling you, generational curses has a physical and a, a metaphorical um, effect on our lives. And people may ask, okay, Elaine, you're using a two big words. Can you at least tell us what those two big words means? Okay, I'll do that for you. <laughs> and that's okay. Physically, of course, you probably heard physically more than you have metaphorically. But physically uh, means in a way that relates to the real world and things perceived through the senses as opposed to the mind. Now, metaphorically means when something you use uh, to stand for or symbolize another thing. So it's, it's those two, that's the meaning of physical and metaphorical, um, which is good that you understand what those two mean. So I was glad um, I was able to share the definition of those two words. So we asked here, after I talked about um, how the effects are are found from our generational curses passed down to you and I, um, and there, people ask, you know, well, you know, now that we know about generational curses, um, Elaine, 
how can we break these generational curses? Which is a very interesting question. And you know what? We're going to talk more about it. I'm going to take a break and we'll be right back after this break. Hang in there. The Eclectic One, The B. Ryan Show, is back for a second season with a variety of fresh, new, exciting topics that can be on the controversy side and still very interesting, and there's never a dull moment. Check it out at lowercase anchor.fm backslash lowercase Brian hyphen crump. Check it out. You'll be glad that you did. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Someone getting married? A bridal shower? A special birthday for that special someone? How about a business card? Any other event or just the holidays that are lurking around the corner? Look no further. S. Elaine Murphy's Creations and Designs is for you. You can have any card to say anything that you want. Surprise your loved ones and special friends with a card that is from your heart with your own words. Hours of operations are Monday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Contact via email genuinecreations10 at gmail.com tell her that Brian sent you you will be glad that you did well welcome back to the Bible table chat after that break um, we're just going to jump right right into our today's uh, topic of breaking bad and generational curses. And I wanted to say it's okay to breathe in and breathe out. Take a deep breath because not all is bad. Not all is bad. Um, breaking bad is a good topic because there are ways we get over these generational curses that we all have some kind of generational curse that has been passed down in our family. It just requires us to recognize it, right? We talked about that already. So now we're going to incorporate the precious word of God. And after all, this is the Bible table chat, right? So we want to incorporate the word of God. We want to get in and, and chat about um, how, to, how to do some breaking bad when it comes to generational curse. Um, and not all is lost. That's what I want. That's what I want the listeners and plus myself after doing research on it. Um, while our family history has an effect on us, we are not bound by these generational curses. You have the choice to continue in the footsteps of our ancestors and pass on these curses to our children or in our relationships or with 
with great diligence, you can end those uh, the curses over your over our lives and future. You we get to decide if the generational curse continues or ends. There is a great freedom in breaking a generational curse and creating a healthier relationship uh, for ourselves, the people we love, and the generations to follow. So in saying that, now we're going to turn to the Word of God, the Scripture of God, and see what God has to say about generational curses, which was very interesting. Now, when we talk about God and His Holy Scripture, the scripture clearly, now this is going to sound like maybe they, they, they turned the whole definition, but they didn't. They're, they're just letting us know that according to God and according to those who accept God, those who follow after God's character and desire to have a better relationship and a close, who have decided to have a better or a relationship with God, it says that his holy scripture clearly communicates that its consequences not curses that are passed on through the generations. In Exodus 20 20 and 5, it says, The children of alcoholic fathers frequently suffer neglect and abuse as a direct consequence of their father's sinful behavior. Moreover, the descendants of those who hate God are likely to follow in the footsteps of their forefathers. And, and this is another thing. The scripture explicitly tells us that the son will not share the guilt of the father, nor will the father share the guilt of the son. And that's in Ezekiel 18 and 20. And it says, The fathers eat sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. God responded in no certain terms. As surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, you will no longer quote this proverb in Israel. The soul who sins is the one who will die. Finally, while the notion of generational curses is foreign to scripture, there is a sense in which the curse of sin has been passed on from generation to generation. Through the first Adam, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's in Romans 3 and 23. Through the second Adam, Jesus Christ, atonement is offered for all, says Paul. Just as a result of one trend past was condemnation for all men, so also the results of one act of righteousness was justification that brings life for all men. Romans 5 and 18. Through no act of our own, we are condemned. Likewise, through no act of our own, we are saved. Romans 5, 12 and 21. Isn't that awesome? That is just so beautiful. Okay, and then, so we're saying breaking the curse. Okay, breaking bad. Breaking bad, which means breaking the badness of the generational curses. That's just my way of saying it. Um, Maybe you've inherited a family curse or maybe the curse has begun with you or this consequence that the the Bible uh, speaks of. Either way, God has a plan 
for your freedom that will shatter the chains of the cycle forever. It will stop in your life and stop it from passing on to your children. So this is really good. So in doing that, you know, that that's one way that we can do it. And first of all, we've learned that once we turn to God and once we get a better understanding. So that's the importance of actually going to the word of God on any of your research, um, because nothing's new under the sun, according to God. So before I close out, I hope I've answered questions, brought to your attention, different things, but they're through Christ, God, through Jesus Christ. Christ and through the blood of Jesus, we are redeemed from the curses. Anything you just have to uh, walk certain things by faith. The Bible says, um, "Faith without works is dead." So if we want to pursue a change, or we want to um, break the badness of breaking bad, or or break generational curses, or break any kind of negative thing in our life, we do have to. Seek God's face for that change because only he can make us completely whole, right? So at this time, what I'm going to do before I close up the Bible table chat for today. And thank you once again for those who have tuned in to listen to this third episode of Breaking Bad and Generational Curses. I hope I provided for you a lot more new information, things that you didn't know before. Now, you know, Um, so at this time, we're just going to, why don't we all just take a moment and bow our heads and we're going to pray. Father, we just come before you today, thanking you for all of your goodness. Thank you for your mercies and your grace. We thank you for the wisdom to recognize things in our life um, that are bad or things that have been passed down to us um, through, through our ignorances or through ignorances or just through not understanding or just getting through the cracks of deception of the enemy um, from generation to generation and generation. And we thank you for your, your wisdom to research. And Father, we're forever grateful for your goodness. We, we are thankful for all that you have done and will do. Lord, we just honor you today. And we thank you for being, we thank you for being a good God that you are. And good and Lord, we just honor you. And Lord, we ask you in Jesus' name, Father, to forgive us of all of our sins, knowingly and unknowingly. And Lord, we just want you to know that we praise you. We give you the glory. And we thank you for breaking all of the bad things and curses in our lives. In the name of Jesus, Father, we accept healing. We accept freedom. And we thank you for the scripture. We thank you for all of your love that you look beyond our thoughts and seen our needs. And Lord, we ask you to help us to continue to be a light to the next generation and then their generations. And, and let us set um, send down our inheritance inheritances that come from you, which are the blessings of God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. And once again, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Breaking Bad and Generational Curses. God bless you and may you have peace and love. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Mm -hmm.